All right, welcome in everybody to this Thursday edition college football week two preview. This is the Dope Podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Nick Borden. And I'm Josh Robinson. And we are back for another weekend of college football this season. I'm Love excited. Love to see it. Walker is currently on vacation. Love to see it. So blessings up for him. He's, Walker's he's on well. the uh, on site of uh, really yeah. the big game that is happening this weekend. 11 a.m. game. 11 a.m. kickoff we'll, time. We'll get more into all that, but that was I just I noticed Fo- that. I blame Fox for that. Pro- yeah. It's Fox's fault yeah. that this is happening. Yeah, it's it's a big quote unquote big game between two Power Five schools, and you're like two legendary named Power two Five legendary schools. two schools that carry weight. One is currently a dynasty. The other one, I wouldn't. I don't know that they've ever been a dynasty, but they've always carried weight around for sure. Uh, when when they're playing on Saturday, you you know about it. You you tune in. Yeah. But 11 a.m., right after college game day, is strange. Strange is just strange. It's just strange to me. It's interesting, too, because it's also going to be the um, the host of not only ESPN College Game Day, um, but, uh, you know, the Fox um, kickoffs. I don't even know what they call it, so I'd never watch it because it's just not that good. But um, Are you telling me that there's a completely separate cable college pregame show that is played every Saturday? Yes. Has like Matt Leinert, um, Urban Meyer, um, Reggie Bush. Yeah. I wish this was a joke. It's not. I wish this was a bit that I was playing right now. I had no earthly idea. If you told me about that, because I'd seen that those group of people, and I thought it was just like a, uh, a like a right before the game. Like you know how every other like Sunday night, yeah, right Monday, before the first right game, right before for the like first game, two hours. It's a couple guys behind a desk, and they're like chopping it up for a second, and then they go. And it, to me, it's like thirty minutes, and it, to them it might be. But college game day is a whole thing. Yeah, and this is a whole thing too. Whole thing. Pass. No, it's not. Yeah, they're both going to be on site. I mean, I think honestly, SEC Nation, what they've done the last few years is is, is the best of the three. I think College Game Day has kind of lost themselves a little bit. Granted, they just added Pat McAfee, which is going to for real yeah. add a, you know, a whole new level yeah. to it. But yes, um, I encourage you to just check out the the Fox. Um, you know, I'll try Saturday morning kickoff, whatever. It's I'll called. see what we got going on. Just we'll we'll see. We'll see. So yeah. That game that we've been teasing for the last you know few minutes that we've yet to name it is between number one ranked Alabama Crimson Tide at the Texas Longhorns unranked, unranked, unranked Texas Longhorns. It's always bad when I'm like I can't even name. Obviously Arch Manning is going there next year, but I can't even name their quarterback right now. I don't know. No. I don't know absolutely nothing about Texas right now. Not a clue. Not a freaking clue. I have no idea who they are. Yeah, um, I think uh, the line is at uh, 21. Bama's favored by uh, to win by 21 is the line. 21, 20 and a half. I have, um, I think it's going to be at least 24, 28, maybe more. I think this is going to be, I think what we saw happen with Georgia and Oregon last week is exactly what we're going to see. I would, I, I tend to agree. I would not be surprised if the end of the game there was a 35 point spread between the winner and the loser. Yeah. Would not be surprised. Yeah. One freaking ounce. I mean, here's the thing. With Alabama's offense, they're just not going to be able to find anything to stop it. Mm-mm. And then Texas is going to struggle to score. 
and keep up. The thing with teams playing Alabama this year is you're gonna have to you're gonna have to score points. You have to score because they will. Because they will. They're gonna score points. You regardless. can you can try to slow them down a little bit. You're not going to stop them. The closest no. thing we got to that was the Iron Bowl last year, up until you know last minute and a half. If one team goes and shuts out Alabama in the regular season this year, one team shuts out Alabama in the regular season, I will get their head coach's uh, face tattooed onto my body. That's uh, a fact. Over your heart? Over my heart. Okay. Because because they deserve it. Uh, bro, they, <laughs> they deserve it. I hope you get one Brian Harson tattoo. Right <laughs> Wouldn't be mad about that. Wouldn't be mad Wouldn't about be that. Ma- Watch him get fired. He he shuts out. I think shutting out Alabama is good for at least one and a half more years on your contract. Oh, for sure. You might get fired midseason, but it's good for at least one and a half more years, I think. Oh, absolutely. So, the fact that he almost did it last year, too. Dang. Insane. Dang. But, yeah, that, no, that's a fact. I will get the head coach, maybe not just their face, but like a like a action, you know, uh, tattooed over my heart. If they shut out Alabama. Uh, I like that. Regular season. Regular season. Regular season, not playoffs. There we go. Georgia's playing against, I mean, kind of local Samford Bulldogs. So, we battled the Bulldogs. Samford from Birmingham. The expensive school of Birmingham. I mean, all the schools in Birmingham are expensive. But it's also crazy how Birmingham has, like, three big-ish universities. You know? Between Samford, UAB, and Birmingham Southern. Yeah, three schools, not small. No. Not small schools. And it it is UAB, Sanford, and then Birmingham Southern in that order. But it's still like it, but the thing is in the it's the reverse order for me as far as prestige. Yeah. If you say you're going to UAB, I'm like, "Congratulations, you got into you got into a school." There's yeah. to me in the state of Alabama, you know, schools to be proud of, you know, Auburn, Collegiately speaking, academically speaking, exclusively, Alabama is a school to get into. UAB. Honestly, I then put uh, after UAB, I put uh, Troy. Troy. Yeah. yeah. Put Troy, Troy Jacksonville Jackson State. State, and then uh, not really South Alabama. I'd put South Alabama in the same category as like UNA, like bigish schools that a lot of people go to, but really yeah. only if you're from that area. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, no, no. So it's, I mean, I have wild. I have Georgia winning by at least fifty six points. Fifty six points, um, eight touchdowns is how much I think they're going to win by, possibly more. I'm just excited to see who is actually going to start in the QB position. For who? For Auburn. We're not talking about Auburn. We're not talking about Auburn. I'm just you got me talking about Alabama football. And <laughs> I got so Auburn. Oh man, Georgia. We're, we'll get to that. We're still. Joe Stetson Bennett's going to look like a study. Stetson Bennett might win the Heisman solely off the fact that he doesn't really play any good defenses until you know until conference. It would be start. until like the SEC championship. That would be funny. Yeah. No, it would be. Um. Let's see. Anything else? Oh yeah. So for the eleven o'clock games, I think this uh, South Carolina Arkansas matchup is quite intriguing. Solely based off the quarterbacks, because we have KJ Jefferson of Arkansas, who looked really good last week against Cincinnati, going up against Spencer Rattler and the South Carolina Gamecocks. Because we we really forget with everything that's gone on that Spencer Rattler went from Oklahoma to South Carolina. Very definitely an interesting move. You know, Shane yeah. Beamer had a 
fairly good year, you know, going seven and six last year yeah. for the Gamecocks. But we also it's also important to note that Spencer Rattler struggled mightily in game one, but it's okay, you know, learning a new system, get your nerves yeah. out, whatever. It's a new school, it's a new place, it's yeah. a new stadium, it's new fans. Yeah. It's new everything. It's new everything. I still think it's also like you're now, you, especially now, you're going to be going up against SEC defenses in week SEC in or week baby. out. So it's not the Big Twelve. It's not the Big Twelve. You can't, you can't strong arm people that used to strong arm. You can't, you know, just force your, you know, offensive power on people that you used to. Yeah. You actually have to build a system. You have to, you have to play. Yeah. You have to build a strategy. You yeah. have to use a strategy. You can't not. So yeah, um, I think Arkansas will win because it is also in you know at Arkansas. I think it could be like an intriguing game though. I think it yeah. could be like a, a good offensive game to watch. Yeah, it'll be something. It'll be something for sure. It's it'll, it's. I think it's definitely a. Uh, it'll be a prove uh, your worth for it's Arkansas. It's a uh, football game, isn't it, Josh? It's a football game, man. <laughs> it's going to be a football game. They're going to have to pass it a little. They're going to have to run it a little. Yeah, I think. They might have to punt every once in a while. Shocking, right? I think Arkansas definitely got a good test in game one. Grant, yeah. I, I don't think Cincinnati is. For them, they had a good season last year, right? 12-0 and going into the. 13-0 and going into the playoff. Of course, they met Alabama in the playoff. Had a really good quarterback in Desmond Ritter. Um, I think that's also had to do with why they were ranked so high to start yeah. the season. But I don't. I, Still, I think South Carolina possibly could be a little bit more of a challenge for Arkansas. I think Shane Beamer is a good coach. Yeah. Granted, Luke Fickrell is a good coach, too, but still, I think Shane Beamer is a good coach. He's going to have a good game plan going. I still have Arkansas by 10 points. At least. The line for them is set at nine. So, I think I think, I think that's a good on. line. That's a good line. Out I like of, that line. Out of curiosity. Now, I know these are both SEC teams, so it would make sense. Do you did you do research before this, or do you know both of these head coaches offhand? I know them both. I'm a football guy, Josh. I like SEC football. How many head coaches in the SEC could you name? All of them, but uh, Vanderbilt. I was about to say, please say all of them except for Vanderbilt. <sighs> do you know Missouri? Eli uh, Drinkwitz. I don't. I'm. Drink. I'm not. This is not a test. I'm not about Eli, to have you. Yeah, it's remember Eli them off the top. Uh, can I? Can I just say them real fast, just to like prove it? point real quick thanks sure we got Nick Saban we've got Sam Pittman at Arkansas we've got of course Brian Harson at Auburn we've got Brian Kelly and his family over there at Louisiana State University um we've got Jimbo Fisher at Texas A&M we got that Eli Drinkwitz guy I'm pretty sure that's his name Eli Drinkwitz at Missouri right we've got Kirby Smart over at Georgia of course we got Shane Beamer in South Carolina we've got uh, uh, Josh Heupel over at Tennessee. We've got, oh, freak, I'm literally blanking out on the Florida. Billy Napier is his name over at Florida. Um, who else am I missing? The oh, oh, schools. Uh, the Mississippi Both schools in Mississippi. Shoot, sorry, Lane Kiffin at Ole Miss. We've got um, Mississippi State. I can, I'm see, I can see this guy right now. I, I'm looking at his face right now. I've lost his name and I know him by heart because I think he's just a funny guy. He used to coach at Texas Tech as well as Washington State. Um, Mike Leach. Mike Leach, yes, thank you. Um, good job, Josh. You got one. I know football. Dapple. Dapple I right will there. say, as oh, you yeah, kept uh, saying names, I was like, you know what? I do know more of these names. Kentucky, we got uh, Mark Stoops, Bob Stoops' brother. Um, 
Clark Lee is the coach over at uh, Vanderbilt. Okay. So see, I didn't know Florida, Vandy, South Carolina, Kentucky. Yeah, I think I, well, I, think well, I had the rest. While we're talking about those coaches, let's go ahead and get into Florida and uh, Kentucky. A big SEC East Pretty matchup. Hard. Basically, I feel like it's a race for like the number two spot. Yeah. Honestly, because like Florida and Kentucky. Right, like we've said, Alabama and Georgia are they're a lead above yeah. everybody else. They're a lead ahead. They're a lead ahead of Ohio State, Clemson, Michigan, all of them. So really it's what you're saying is it's a race for third. Well, second place in the East. Oh, in the East? Yeah, yeah for yeah, yeah, yeah. I think granted, I think Tennessee will be good. I, I think Tennessee can do as good as eight and four, nine and three. But also, I think what Kentucky's been building, what Mark Stoops has been just gradually building as the years have gone on, it's just a legitimate program. Obviously, there was some Twitter beef between him and John Calipari on this offseason when John Calipari would be like, yeah, no, we're just a basketball school here. And he's like, uh, bro, you know, we've you know we've been a little bit more consistent than y'all have been the last couple of years, um, neither here nor there. But, um, yeah, I'm interested to see. I didn't get to see a lot of uh, – I didn't really see any of Kentucky's game um on saturday i don't think i watched any of it at all they've got i mean they returned their quarterback will levis who had a really good year last year obviously anthony richards richardson is the talk of the town after his game last week against the utah utes just like having this those insane heisman moments where it's like this dude it's like sheesh you're doing stuff i mean i think this is a little far-fetched but i mean you had people comparing him to vince young on a college football field that's a little like so. That's a little premature. A little premature. Well, here's the thing too. He should have started all last year. That's what ended up getting um. Uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Dan Mullen fired because he stuck with this other guy and he tried to do like the two quarterback system where it's like, hey, this guy is obviously better, and I'm hoping Brian Harson's paying attention to this too. Um, but Anthony Richardson's just different. Like he he's he gives, that guy. He's that guy, and I think he showed that against Utah. Granted. Again, Utah is a Pac-12 team. Okay. They went up against an SEC team. So, I'd, bro, I'd take any middle-of-the-pack SEC team over any Pac-12 team. Over most conferences. Absolutely. Over most conferences. Absolutely. So. I think, and this is how I feel. I know we weren't talking about Tennessee, but you mentioned Tennessee. I think Tennessee is the oh, we're about, we're, Yeah, we're about to get to Tennessee well, then next. We'll, we'll talk about this. Well, we'll say Because what. they are playing Pittsburgh, which is going to be a big game as well. It's going to be a huge game. I, Tennessee, to me, is the like average for the SEC. Yeah. They are what an SEC should team should be. They should be able to beat the brakes off of most teams in any conference. Yeah. Maybe, you know, the top one or two teams in the conference give them a little something something. Yeah. Maybe they win, maybe they lose. Yeah. Uh, you know, I wouldn't expect them to win against Ohio State. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that Tennessee would give a good fight to a team like Oregon. if yeah. not, you know, kind of run over them. So I don't know. Yeah, For them no, to play Pitt, I, it's, it's it's one of those be things. Interesting. I also think, you know, granted they had a big game last Thursday against West Virginia. Um, you know, we, we, we were watching a little bit of that before we started recording the podcast last week. But I also think part of the reason they're also ranked so high is because of how good of a team they had last year. It's also important to note that they don't have their quarterback, who's like their superstar last year. Yeah. He is now on the Pittsburgh Steelers roster. Yeah, you um, can't get him back. You're not getting him back. So I think I – again, this is another pick'ems game. I'll go ahead and throw it out there. I picked Tennessee because it's an SEC school. Granted, it's like – 
24 ranked versus 17 ranked, Pittsburgh being ranked higher. Again, this is an SEC school. It's an SEC school. Don't, when in doubt, the SEC school is going to have the grit. They're going to have the determination. What? Uh, can you look it up real fast? What conference is Pitt in? Look it up real fast. Is this, Are they Pac-12? I don't know. Feel like at the, I mean at this point like conferences it doesn't make sense anymore as far as who's with who but conferences are on their last legs it's 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 um yeah uh it's we're we're getting there the Pittsburgh Panther football program is an uh, intercollegiate football team the University of Pittsburgh referred to as oh my god Division One Bowl Division American level American college football competition just uh, ACC. All that to get to the ACC. All that to, it's they Dear put it God. at the very bottom of the paragraph. There we go. All right, ACC. so they, they are in the ACC since 2013. So just kind of recently. Wow. Here's the thing: they will be, they will probably go like end up being like nine and three. Yeah, maybe ten and two, but like in the ACC, that's still not that impressive in uh-uh. my opinion. Just because it's like it's Clemson, then it's everybody else. It's Clemson. There's a huge gap, and then everyone. Knows. Even though Clemson, I don't even think it's still not that good because their quarterback's just not good. Clemson honest, is one of those legacy was, teams that they they were really good for a little while. Another pick, holy moly! I'm sorry, everybody. We're watching the first Thursday night football game, and there have been what three picks, four picks that we've seen. Been a lot. Four picks, a fumble too. It's just crazy. Well, like Anyways. Clemson's known for having legacy quarterbacks that they've had. They've exactly. gone from Todd Boyd. They went to from there to Deshaun Watson. So then they went to Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Now we got this guy DJ, and I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his Uigalele. last name. What? Uigalele. Is that how you say it? I believe so. Uigalele. Okay. I didn't want. I think ri- there's a little nuh in the middle. I don't so want to risk being racist, so I was. I'm not going to pronounce it. I, I was giving him my best shot. Um, but yeah. So anyways, he's not that guy. He's not that guy, and I didn't he transfer from somewhere. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like he transferred from. I could be very wrong. He's just not that good, and I'm sorry to say it. He wasn't good last year. That's why they were ten and three last year, and he's not that good this year. And I'm Dabo Sweeney. You know, I better hope you got somebody coming in, five star coming in for this upcoming season, or or something, or be searching that portal because it's not looking good. I mean, I might could offer him T.J. Finley. You know, I think he's going to be in the portal um, by next season. You think so? Oh, yeah. He'll be in the portal next season. He'll play uh, football somewhere random. But we'll, and then he'll, he'll go somewhere and sell insurance. But we'll uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to T.J. Finley we'll get to at, T. The, at the end of the like show. Um, so, yeah, I've got uh, – I think Tennessee's going to win that game. Is it wh- – where is it at? Do we know? Is it in Knoxville? Um – Schedule. Oh, it's at Pitt. Interesting. What the heck? It's at Pitt. Are you still looking? I'm looking at a completely different It's at Pitt. It's at Pitt? It's at Pitt. I don't think that means as much as if it was at... uh, Oh, yeah. It's still not like... Whatever Neely Stadium. I think if it was Neyland Stadium, I think it would be like a... Four dawn conclusion, not even close. That's 10 points right off the bat. Yeah. That's 10 points... Automatically, if it's a Neely Stadium. Yeah, but um, back to the uh, Kentucky Florida game. I think that's gonna be a battle, and that's another pick'em game. It's so a battle of the blue. So baby. I'm not gonna say my predictions. I just think I don't really know what this Florida um, team is. Uh, we we received a question from Twitter or from Instagram. Uh, one question and then one uh, statements that Josh, if you'll go ahead and read um, what those the question and then what the statement is. Um, 
Oh, freak. How do you? Uh, oh, we did it then. I thought it just popped up. Okay, there we go. So we had... Um, Florida wins 10 games this year. Uh, Florida win total. Florida win total. I think I'll put the win total. The, I'll set. I'll set it at eight and a half. Uh, the over under is going to be at eight and a half. The over under is at eight and a half. I think. I think they. I need to look up their schedule. I was about quick, to say. I need to see who they're. We're looking at playing. our schedule. Florida. Schedule. I just. I think I need to see who their West opponents are. Like, that, that's the big thing. I think so. They've got. Um, let's see. They've got Kentucky this week, and then they've got South Florida. They have Kentucky. They have South Florida. South Florida is a win, so that's one. Yeah. Tennessee's a loss. That's one. East Washington's a win. Two. Missouri's a win. Three. LSU's, LSU's a win. One. Four. Georgia. Georgia oh, is, they did Texas A&M. Curb stomp. They get Texas A&M. Interesting. Texas A&M might be a win. Five. South Carolina might be a win. Six. Vanderbilt will be a win. Seven. Florida State will be a loss. Honestly, that's not a terrible schedule. I think they have a fairly. They. They have a fairly. I think. Who did they play last week? Utah. And they lost, correct? They won. They won? Yes. I watched, Nick, I watched a lot of football. We talked about this last episode. Okay. They won. God have mercy. Because they played on Saturday. Sunday. Monday. When did Saturday. I watched a lot of football on Saturday, and I don't have the brain like you, so I hey, apologize. We're going to do a college football podcast. We got to be on it. Let's be on I'm it. I'm doing my part. I'm parked on the couch watching football all day, trying to absorb it all. I'm a. I'm it's a, week one for everybody, Nick. It's been week one for everybody. Well, it's week two now, brother. It, we're getting into week two. We're getting uh, into week two. Oh, I, I think week two started today. So they got a. All right. So that's one win. Did we say? What do you think? Kentucky is that a win? Uh, it's a Pickham's game, so I'm not saying that one. Um, oh my gosh! Why? Florida? I, I don't care. I don't care. Florida? Is that a win or a loss? Florida? Uh, they are Florida. Florida. South Florida. Right, win or loss? That's that. You shouldn't even be asking me that question. That's a win. Tennessee. That's it's in Neyland. It's debatable. Eastern Washington. That's. I'm not even gonna say it. Why? Because here's the thing. Again, Utah, it's hard to judge. I don't think Utah, because we don't really know what Utah is. Do you think Eastern Washington is going to show up against Florida? No, what I'm saying is Tennessee. I don't know if that's – I'm talking about the Tennessee game at Oh. Neyland. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you don't know. We don't know what – we still don't really know what Florida is. I think – Here's the games I think they should have trouble in. I'll give it Kentucky, Tennessee, obviously uh, Georgia – I'm just writing Georgia off as a loss. Potentially, like, it depends on what A&M ends up being. Because I'm not completely writing them off. I just think their quarterback was awful damn run, yeah. game one. But I'm not completely writing them off. And then South Carolina is going to be interesting. South Carolina will be But I think – I'm definitely leaning Florida, but I think South Carolina could be interesting. Do you think Florida State could be interesting? I think Florida State potentially could be like, um, you know – by the time the end of the season gets, it could be they could be like at like four losses. Okay. And I don't think Florida State's that interesting. Okay. No, I don't. So yeah, so there's Florida. I think by the, I think by mid October we'll know exactly who will win that game. Yeah. 
I think by mid-October, we'll know exactly who will win that game. I think come September 24th, we'll know exactly who will win Florida and Tennessee. Yeah. Before the game is played, obviously. Yeah, I uh, I tend to agree on that. I'm trying to think. Like, there's not um, – Baylor-BYU, that's an interesting um, – it's an interesting uh, matchup to where it's like I didn't watch any of Baylor's game. I didn't watch any of BYU's game last night. Granted, it is probably because they kicked off at ten o'clock. Fantastic point. Um, it's at BYU. The game is going to kick off at nine fifteen. That is a game that I will watch kickoff and maybe first quarter, and then I will catch the results when I wake up. Yeah, I don't. Is, I'm not watching that game. It's on. Like I just said, I that's been Josh's team the last few years. Just they are my team. I have my BYU shirt on until I go to sleep. I just I don't know. I mean, Baylor ranks nine. Again, like, these rankings are so hard to, like. It's week one. Or it's we're going into week, going two. Into week two. So, the, the rankings mean more than week one. Most teams played. But it played doesn't no, mean a lot. And most teams played FCS schools. I don't trust rankings. Really, I don't really trust rankings all that much all season long. But I do not hold. I don't think they hold any weight until. Everybody in the ranked list has played like an in-conference game or played somebody in the SEC. I think like after week three or four is when the first rankings should come out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Week five, boom. Rankings. Yeah. Like, all right. Everybody has played like, huh, other than Auburn, everybody's played a road game. <laughs> I forgot that Auburn, what is it, six games? The, five, first, the first five, five or five six? Games, yeah. Crazy. It's wild. But. I ain't mad about it. Not at all. But all right, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and get into it. Obviously, Auburn's not that big of a game playing San Jose State, but it's going to be big for the quarterback um, competition because going into Week One, it looked like the uh, or from what they were saying, the quarterback competition was over. T.J. Finley had been named the starting quarterback. Um, with out us knowing it, they had told Robbie Ashford, "You would be getting some playing time. We'll have some a couple of design runs for you. You know, a couple of option plays you can run." Um, and then, obviously, you know, expecting it to be a blowout, you know, we'll get you in after that. But T.J. Finley, who started out good while Robbie Ashford came in and made some big plays, T.J. Finley still seemed to be in control of the offense till like, towards the end of the uh, second quarter when he threw that first interception on our 18-yard line to Mercer setting up their first score of the game. Hate to see it. And then going into the third quarter, he threw another interception in the middle of the field, just not watching the coverage, just leading the defense, just staring down his receiver, being like, hey, you, I'm going to throw you the ball, okay? Three, two, one. There you go. Ah, oh, man, they just picked it off. Crazy. Wild, right? Who would have thought? So now it's like they give uh, Robbie Ashford the ball, and then literally the next set of downs – he throws it 56 yards down to the two-yard line. It's like, oh, shoot. He didn't throw two. So not only does he have a 49-yard run, granted, still, it's Mercer, but this is his first college football game to play in. He had never played in a game at Oregon. Blows. He was there for, what, two or three years? Two years. He was there for two whole years, never took a snap in a, in, in a game. No. Which is bananas. Which is banana land. So 49-yard run, 56-yard pass. And it's like, oh, shoot. It's like it's, it's it's not even it's not even like a maybe like there is a quarterback controversy down in the plains. Mm-hmm. Also, we have Zach Galzada just chilling out. Yeah, may no longer be the guy because Robbie Ashford came to play. 
Robbie Ashford came to play. I think – I honestly hope how it ends up going with San Jose State. I hope we can – the offense – they still said C.J. Finley's going to start the game, but, like, Robbie Ashford definitely is going to get more snaps as far as better. than last game. I hope it then gets to, like, straight to the fourth quarter where it's like, all right, like Robbie Ashford's performed well. It's his gig. T.J. Finley – it's like, all right, you've you've played enough. All right, fourth quarter, let's get Calzada in. Calzada. Get it, get him some reps in because I'm telling you, Josh, towards the middle end of the season, we're gonna need Calzada. I think we're gonna need Calzada. I don't think I don't think TJ Finley lasts, or it might be a thing where it's like, you know, Robbie might be you know having some inconsistent uh, throws. Yeah. He's running great. Maybe because he hasn't played all that much in competition. Exactly. Um, I I have a feeling that um, Robbie Ashford is gonna kind of. And I, when I say this, don't jump all over me because you're going to want to jump all over me and not let me finish. I think Robbie Ashford will probably be in the same like vein as a um, Tua Tagovola guy where he's a Lamborghini. He's hard and it's crazy and it's fast. But when it wrecks, when it goes wrong, it goes wrong. And When you know, did Tua go wrong? Uh, I just you know he know he may, just because he didn't wreck didn't mean he didn't have the <laughs> the propensity for it. I'm confused. He wrecked he wrecked when he got drafted by the Dolphins, dude. Well, uh, but yeah, no, it's it's one. I think he's one of those guys where um, he's great and firing on all cylinders, but when he wrecks, when things go wrong for him, things are gonna fall apart quick. Yeah, I don't. I think that it'll be like, especially if the offensive line starts having trouble, and it's like he's not he doesn't have time to you know try to get out of the pocket. It would be ideal for him to be able to stay alive. So yeah, I think that that that's where it could be um, troublesome. Obviously, too, T.J. Finley still looks like he has you know cement feet. I just think yeah, I think Calzada like Calzada is not a terrible option at all to have as your third string quarterback. No. Giant Slayer. I've said it once. I'll say it again yeah. a million times. Giant Slayer beat the yeah. brakes off of Alabama last year. He may have had some help from uh, every other position on the field, but Giant Slayer. Yeah, I think um, I think we're gonna need Zach Calzada this year, I'll, sooner I, or later. I'll Hopefully later, need, but I think we're gonna need him. I think we're gonna need him. Granted, I'm gonna be interested to see where he transfers to after this season. Yes, it will be he exciting. Ain't, he ain't sticking around. We're gonna have we're gonna have at least two quarterbacks enter the transfer portal this um, off season because two we have uh, we're redshirting this one kid Holden Gariner who is a four star um, true freshman that Brian Arson says is the best thrower, but he's out just, of all of it, he's just a freshman. He's just a freshman, and we're not doing a bonnet situation. Again. We're not doing that again. Like crazy, crazy, right? Question, and it's way too early to tell. Yeah, but humor me. Yeah. Auburn quarterback school, quarterback factory, for the next decade. In the next decade, uh, assuming Harson stays. <laughs> I was assuming right there. Nick, there's a lot of assumptions here. Humor me for a second. Um, this is what we call good podcasting. Uh, yeah, sure. Well, no, I don't. I don't know. It's a great because I think we have a better chance because of who our wide receivers coach is, Ike Hilliard, who was the uh, Steelers wide receiver coach that we just brought in. Not an awful pick. I think we have a chance for like for real to be known not only as like a running back school because we we used to be a running back school and now with Tank Bisbee, Jark West Hunter, Damari Austin as Jock. a come on Jock, Jamari Damari Austin as a f- true freshman. I think um, if we keep this going, it's we're going to be a running back school. 
So I think honestly, running backs and wide receivers, and hopefully, um, with will solid QB development, because like Carson said, uh, um, in his press conference before the first game, you know, quarterbacks at Auburn can improve. You know, shocking, right? But quarterbacks at Auburn can improve. And for the last nine years under Justin Malzahn, we had absolutely no improvement in the quarterback room. You got what you got. We got what we got. Like, you it, you were either good or you weren't, and you weren't going to – like, that's who you were. Yeah. And so I think um, hopefully we can have hope. We, ho- we hope to see that with we, – we hoped we would have seen that with T.J. Finley last week. Obviously wasn't there. He had some good, solid first drives. Again, Mercer. And we have to put that in – Big capital letters. Yeah, they were playing. You can't. Mercer. You can't look just barely above average against Mercer. You can't. You can't. Wish you could. Yeah. I wish you could. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Hate to see it. So yeah, I don't know. Um, obviously, like again, we're playing San Jose State. Games gonna be at six thirty. We will win by a good amount. I do believe. Hopefully, too, no rain, so we don't have an hour rain yeah. delay. Yeah. Like for people freaking out about the score, um. Don't because we weren't. Harson wasn't going to put all the starters back out um, in the rain with the field like that against Mercer because it's not worth it. No. So no. I think, and hopefully, we have a chance to um, really like just mess up San Jose State. Like just really hurt them. I I feel really sorry for those fellas. They're just kids. They're just kids, and they are about to be made an example of. Yeah. So. Harson, you know, take no prisoners. Josh, did you watch any of the, uh, like, Auburn Hard Knocks, whatever that I sent you? I have not been able to yet, but I'm very excited for it. Did you, I assume you've watched every second of it that is available. It's great. It's good great. stuff. It's good stuff. It makes you, you know, for real, like, I, mean, I was already, like, you know, tied in with these players and this coaching staff, but it just made it even more, you know? Something about documentaries. Something about a documentary. Something about a documentary brings you in, and you're like, these people are going all the way. Yeah. They have, and you just, you get convinced that every, like, the quarterback, the wide receivers, the running back, the line, the defensive players, Bro, you're like, they're the best on the here's face the, of the planet. Here's the sad part is I don't, like, the first game already happened, and I watched the first couple episodes, but, yeah. Even though I'd like seen the first game, TJ Finley had me believing for a second he had improved. <laughs> the older I get and the more documentaries like that that I watch, the more I realize propaganda is a very, very real thing. Yeah. Uh, and they, hey, Auburn, you can pump out as much propaganda as you would like. Go for I, it. I do not care. Go for it. Let me eat it up, man. Let yeah. me freaking eat it up. So, um, uh, any, any predictions, anything you want to say about Auburn that you have quarterback race that you think, um, any thoughts you had from Saturday? Because I left after halftime. Yeah, you did. The one video that you sent me of uh, Robbie Ashford where he, you know, he... Um, he beat Tank Bridge. He handed Tank Bridge the he ball. He handed him the ball, peeled off. Beat him down the field. Ran down the field and was able to block for him. Block for him, knocked Buddy on his face, and talked some trash as Which well. is the dumbest thing as a quarterback that you could ever possibly do. Yeah. With that being said, I respect... I respect it. I respect it so much. He's a ball player. He got respect that dog in him. Of it. He's got that dog in him. They got the they got the X rays back. He got that dog. He in got him. that dog in him. So, you know, I'm a big Robbie Ashford guy as of right now. So, I still my boy uh, Calzada, Giant Slayer. I want the best for him. Yeah, I want the best for him. I just want to see him like take a snap in an Auburn uniform. I would like to see him take a snap in. in Here's in the Auburn thing. Uniform. Also, had the rain. Um, because right before the rain delay, he had his helmet like because he had had his helmet off 
on the side. He had that helmet on. He had the helmet on. It was like, all right, all right, Zach. And freaking Mercer. Are you sure he wasn't doing it just to keep the rain off his head? No, because it hadn't started raining yet because it was just lightning. Okay. But here's what happened. Is that, too, is that Mercer had, like, the longest, like, an eight-minute drive then in, like, the fourth quarter where it's, like, where they finally ended up scoring. It's, like, an 18-play drive or whatever, and it just took off the clock, and then it got it down to, like, two minutes for Auburn. Yeah. And so, at that point, it's, like, don't put the guy in just to hand off, you know. No. Don't do not do that. Don't do that to him. So. But, yeah. No, I hope to see uh, Calzada at some point. I think we'll need him. Hope he stays fresh. He stays hungry. He stays working. Preparing himself. And, yeah. Penn State next week is just uh, – Penn State is one that I – I don't want to say I'm worried about, but I'm excited for. Yeah. With that being said, I have a healthy respect for Penn State as a university, as a football program. Uh, respect in, like – I'm not going to count them out. Not respect as in I look up to them. They're a corrupt moral institution – a morally corrupt institution – and, you know, they should not exist. But as far as, like, the fellas that they put on the field. Yeah. You know, you can't you can't ignore them. You can't ignore them. There we go. So. All right. Well. All right. That Crazy. was uh, that was our week two preview of some games, some big games. Yep. Obviously, there's nearly, like, 100 more games going there's on. There's so than, many more games. But we talked about we the gotta narrow it. We got to figure out a system. Because, obviously, every Thursday, every Thursday we're going to be talking about college football. We either need to narrow it down to top twenty-five matchups or like I think like just the SEC. I we think can just take over the SEC. I think some top twenty, like for instance, we can talk like Ohio State, Clemson, like basically the big name people where it's Do like, like SEC in, and top ten in contention for playoff. Exactly, and then keep SEC. an eye on the playoff. Keep SEC, which I mean is the same, same basically, right? Pretty much, especially once they make it uh, expanded to twelve teams, like four or five. Yes, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. So, yep. uh, Nick, anything else you want to talk about tonight before we head uh, off? I think that's it. Also, uh, you know, I just real quickly, because this is a moment in history, uh, Queen of England did pass away today. Hey, RIP. So I think we should just, you know, be remiss if we didn't at least document that we know well, that we know that this happened. Hey, out of respect, moment of silence. All right. There we go. There you go. Can't say we didn't do anything. Exactly. Number one, the Queen podcast in North Alabama. Yeah, God save the Queen. God save the R. Queen. R.I.P. That was, I mean, obviously people have been saying it for a while. She, what, 96 or 98? 96. 96 years old. I mean, let's be honest. King Charles is going to be, uh, I feel like he's going to be a questionable, uh, you know, king. It's, yeah. It is, is your family going to, and when I say your family, I'm talking about specific members of your family that I'm not going to oust right now. Is your family going to do the thing where they stay up until like 1 a.m. and decorate the house and all of the England I don't think, Josh, I don't think they decorate for funerals. I was talking about the coronation, Nick. Oh, very not pro uh, Charles. Yeah, because Charles cheated on Diana, didn't he? I don't know if he cheated, but. I mean, possibly. I don't know. I don't I like don't when I say I keep out of that stuff. I don't. Yeah, because I don't care. Can I? Can I? Ask, can I ask you the same question about a specific member of your household family as far as just staying up and watching? No, absolutely not. Right. Absolutely not. Not no to. Can you ask? No is the answer. Absolutely, okay. they will not. They will not be. Okay. They don't. They don't really care. Yeah. Watch a lot of those TV shows and movies from the Brits, bruv. But no. 
I don't, okay. know, I don't know. So well, we noted that we uh, we knew this happened. We we noted it. That was not what the the notification I expected when I was getting back from lunch, but I was not surprised by it. If we're being honest, and it's not like a, I called it. It's just people get old and they pass away. It's life. Say lovey. No. Say lovey. Prayers to the family. Prince Charles. King Charles. The king. The king. King stay kings. I guess so. I believe I worked it out of my head, and unless there's a lot of travesties, we will not likely see a queen of England in our lifetime. No. So. Because it'll be him, and then it'll be um. Hey, shout out the patriarchy, right? Am I right? No, I'm not right because number one feminist podcast, North Alabama. So. Yeah. Um. Anyways, all that being said, um, please rate and subscribe. Holler at us on college game day on Saturday. Uh, let us know what you're watching. Post, you know, tag us in, uh, um, uh, tag us on Instagram. Let us know what games you're watching. Let us know what you're thinking. We uh, we'll repost it. We'll we'll be chopping it up with people all day. So, uh, but uh, on Saturday, you will. You know, I also work a little bit too. You know, I know. Working I'm aware. Man, so. I'm aware. I can work the phones. All right. I can work the phones. Okay. So. Uh, but all right, this has been another episode of the GOAT Podcast. I've been your host, Josh Robinson. And this is Nick Ford. Or Eagle, baby.